0: Inside DJ's DVR, a television and film podcast, part of the DVR Podcast Network. Back on the scene, crispy and clean, you can try but then why? Because you can't intervene, we be the podcast, down for the settle, won't play the rock, won't play the pebble, open the door, you best believe, we sliding through it swiftly, oh yeah, bringing you this podcast swiftly, back in the seat, back in the podcast studio, with the mic in front of me, I am DJ Tim Hines, bringing you Inside DJ's DVR. That's right, a premiere podcast, part of the DVR Podcast Network. Babies, ladies, kids, adults, aliens, peoples of the world, I'm back. Hope you guys have missed a little hiatus. Hope you guys took some time and digested my music podcast, my top album podcast. I got some really good feedback on that one. I really hope you dug it. That was a real passion project. You know, I uh, gave you another know, little pot after that. Talked some TV. Uh, I believe we, you know, left a little homeland up in the air. There's a couple of things out there. And for all the people out there who are Patreon patrons of the DVR Podcast Network, I'm sure you are excited to see the remix. That's right. Axel Foley remixed Inside DJ's DVR. He took it over and did a special Axel Foley version of Inside Axel's DVR. And it was a lot of fun. Talked about a lot of stuff he watched. A lot of cool things that, you know, I don't really get to. Because I've kind of been on a flow with the things I've watched. And, uh, you know, I watched some of the things he mentioned. But I don't really get into them because some of them are just, you know quick hitters. But, you know, I got a lot to talk about tonight. So I don't know how in depth I'm going to go on the things I watched. I might just skim through what I watched. But it's been, a a, a, you know, a minute, since, as we say out here in New York, a minute since I podcasted. So, you know, I got a lot of things coming down the pipe. I got this uh, Westworld popping. Axel and I have been talking about doing something with The Expanse, maybe a, a two-parter. And I got inside DJ's DVR now. I, I've been neglecting you guys. I'm sorry. I apologize. But I just, I've been watching so many good shows and I've been getting into so many things. And a lot of them are quick hitters, one-offs or, or docs or whatnot. But I've been tired at the end of the night watching all these things. And I'm just like, oh, I don't have the energy and the, the oomph plug everything in and set the computer up and get to talking to my people and gather my thoughts. And I said, you know what? Even if I can't gather my thoughts wholly for a giant podcast, I'm going to give them a little something. I'm going to give them a taste. A little, little, if you've ever gone to Baskin-Robbins, you're going to get that little tiny spoon, that little midget spoon that you can little get, get a little sample of what you, you, know, what you want. So I'm going to give you a little something. Uh... I might break it up, do a two-parter. If I'm feeling the love and feeling the, the, the juices flowing, I might, you know, stop and do another one tomorrow and bang, bang, hit you with two. We'll see how it goes. You know, I'm just talking it out right now and to myself, to you guys, you know, live workshopping it, how we talk about in the industry. This is what we talk about. You know, sometimes we workshop it behind the studios, behind the closed doors, with the mics off, which is most likely what happens. But Right now, I'm live workshopping it with you guys. So, I hope you guys, you know, appreciate that. Um, you know, just, uh you guys are my peoples. That's how we get down. So, what else has been going on? Oh, man. I'm playing little video games. I got that PlayStation for Christmas. Got a couple games for my birthday. Tried that Fortnite. Man, that game is hard. Those little kids kick my ass. I I really haven't gotten too many kills yet. I think I got one or two kills. So that's a little too nutty for me. I'm playing Fallout, which has always been a a huge game of mine. Fallout 4 now on the new console is phenomenal. I like it a lot. I'm a big scavenger with these games. I tried Destiny, um, Destiny 2. That's that's a fun game. Uh, but I can't play too long. I get a lot of headaches. I have to turn all the all the motion stuff down on all these things because I don't know what what's happening. As I'm getting older, they get me a little bit of a headache. So I play for Short bursts at a time, but I enjoy those. I, on my phone, I'm still rocking Marvel Future Fight. I love that shit. That game's fun. So those are, you know, some things keeping my time. Then, like I said, I've watched a lot of stuff. Watched uh, some finales, which would happen for like the mid-season finale. Then some some bigger shows are gonna start wrapping up. And watched a bunch of Netflix things, some things Axel recommended. And what else is going on in my life? Let's tea. Let's let's take it out of the TV realm right now. Um, been working a bunch, doing my normal night thing. Been planning to go away a little bit in April, doing some some things, seeing some family, uh, a couple short trips, nothing major. And previously, that let's see what happened. March was snowy and boring. In New York, we were getting like this blast at the end of February of some. Beautiful spring weather to come, We're like, oh, here it comes, here it comes. Then all of a sudden, these bursts of snow. Here we go. Let's ruin spring. All my bulbs are just starting to pop up and peak with the little leaves popping out of the dirt. And bam, spring hits and winter comes back. Uh, I'm like, what's up? So we got rocked with these two snowstorms, one just like two days ago. We weren't big, but it was just enough to be annoying. It's like, come on, I want the warmth, I'm a warm kind of guy, you know, I probably should have been born closer to the equator, but it is what it is, and you know, I am where I am, and I love where I am at, so I'm not going to change it until the prime opportunity comes along. So, that kind of slowed my roll, made me watch a little things, snuggle with the lady, got together, watched a couple of shows together, which was cool. A lot of the things that I like, she doesn't really dig, but but here, you know, this time of the season, there were a few things we got to, to pop off together, shows, and uh, it's fun. She doesn't really like to talk about the shows in depth, like the podcasting people, but that's why I have you guys. So what's up? That's right. She knows I'm not cheating. She knows, you know, I got to get my intellect out there with all my Layman intellect out there with you guys, so you could bring it back to me and tell me what I missed and what's good and what's bad and why I'm not really digging something where I should be digging it. oh what else? What else? Music. Been listening to that Justin Timberlake album, Man of the Woods. Pretty good. I like it. I'd say like four tracks I could say I really like. The rest of the album is listenable. So listen to that a couple times listening to some new new pop that's out, a lot of house music, been working on a lot of house, got to spend some time in a, a recording studio last week with my buddy, and uh, we threw down a back-to-back, like, 20 minutes here, 20 minutes me, 20 minutes him, 30 minutes me, 30 minutes him, 10 minutes me, 10 minutes him kind of thing, where we rock for, like, three and a half hours, and uh, it was this cool new studio that's popular in the UK, and they came and made one here called Pirate Studios, and they rent out space to bands and DJs and producers and such, and we wound up getting some kind of freebie on our promotion, and that was dope, and uh, yeah, so that was fun, we got, we got to do that, went out a couple times, got my dance on, you know, it was, it was good, even though it was cold, got to stick through it and do what you love, been mixing a lot, Got my radio show popping. A lot more people listening than, you know, that uh, obviously have been having a huge following over 300 shows plus. and uh, but, you know, a lot of new people, people I've been coming in contact with that have really been turned on to it. And uh, if you guys ever want to check it out, head over to BN4IA, the letter B, N4, the number 4. Letter I, the letter A. dot com, broadcast network for independent artists. You go over there, and they'll give you the lowdown. You click Weekend Dance Party, click DJ Tim Hines. You get all back catalog of my music, and you could check out what I've been doing. Like I mentioned, we're well over three hundred shows. We're closing in on a sixth year on the network, and the program, the Weekend Dance Party, is just been going strong. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a. Really big deal for me, I love being on the waves. I love playing music for people. I love playing my house music for people, and every week I bring something different, something hard, something soft, something vocally, something bassy, just something deep, all different types of house and uh I love it, so I always you know want to cross promote spread it to you guys and yeah, you know speaking about spreading it to you guys, I want you to spread it back. I got the gmail. Podcast at gmail.com please write me tell me what's up tell me how you've been what you're watching what's coming up for the season finales things I should be watching what i missing on the Facebook group facebook.com slash djdvrpodcast on twitter at djdvrpodcast and also I'd love if you guys would become patrons on patreon.com slash dvr help us out even just like it, find out the new stuff that's coming out early in advance, be ready for it. you know if you just follow the podcast, they'll get emails um, and if you become a patron and donate that you get exclusives like Axel's takeover and remix of inside Dj's DVR where he did inside axel's DVR so yeah, that's it uh I'm sure there's more stuff I'm not gonna bore you with it. You know, I know some people say, we like hearing about DJ. We like hearing about DJ. I'm going to bring it to you when I got something important to talk about. But let's talk about some shows. Fellas, ladies, gents, kids, babies, all y'alls. Peoples, robots, bots, Podcast Analytica. If you're keeping track of this, this is Inside DJ's DVR Podcast. Let's do it. Let's see what's in the box. It's time for Grab the Remote and Press Play. So I had the remote in hand and I was making the list, going through managed deletions and my series recordings. And I said, holy moly, I made quite a list here. So I'm going to start, keep it light. Something I watch with my girl. And this is Naked and Afraid on the Discovery Channel. This came back, new season, couple episodes in. And boy... It's a love-hate kind of show. I love watching it. I love the survival stuff. But I hate the bugs. Ugh! If you haven't seen it, it's kind of self-explanatory. They're naked and they're afraid. They're sent in for a 21-day expedition in treacherous regions, sometimes in a jungle, sometimes in a mountainous region, but usually where it's real nasty and buggy and hard to survive. And it's a man and a woman. They're both naked. They both get to bring in one item and they gotta survive. And it's a fun show. We like watching it. And like I said earlier, I'm going on a couple of trips. One of my trips is a backpacking trip up into upstate New York like a few weeks and uh backpack camping. And luckily it'll be cool enough where will be there'll be no bugs. So I won't have to worry about any of that stuff. And I do have some stuff to be prepared, but I'm I'm excited to not have any bugs around me because that's one thing that ooh gets really gets me, but I'm not going on naked and afraid and I have bugs braid stuff so I I'll, I'll pretty much go camping anywhere but there's a lot of good chemicals out there. <laughs> All right, so naked and afraid's fun. Not really too much to talk about on the subject. The naked and afraid it's a reality show and it's a it's one of the good ones. Guilty pleasure so to speak, and uh, I like adventurous stuff. This is a fun one. Not too much drama. Next, I'll move on to a little drama. X-Files was supposed to be the series wrap-up season. Going to end everything, the whole thing. They gave us a sick, strong first episode where there was a lot of mythology. And I was like, holy cow... This is going to be a great season. We get like an episode in and like, all right, they're back to the fun episode and another episode. Here's the goofy episode. And all right, here's the tying episode. All right, we're getting closer. And as we're getting closer and closer, there was a lot of silly episodes. But now we're getting close to the end. And I look and I read somewhere that they got renewed and it's going to be a season finale. So I went in a little disappointed, and I left a little disappointed. Now, mind you, X Files is super fun. I enjoyed the whole series. I didn't take notes on anything to really go in detail, but I wanted this William connection to be real. I wanted it to happen. I wanted them to stop the plague, and excuse me, stop the plague. And it didn't happen. It just kind of kept more and more mystery open, and left us for another season which I'm I'm acceptable you know in in having and I'm looking forward to it but I really like when things wrap up especially on a good note with a good story and I don't want to see things dragged and beaten like a, to a dead horse well you know like when they beat a dead horse which means you know it's useless it's kind of like pointless the horse is already dead why would you beat it let's stop beating it let's not jump sharks let's just finish it but X-Files was fun. I'm going to blast through that. I'm going to blast through a lot of these. Only a couple I'm going to really go heavy on. Um, Krypton on Sci-Fi Network. Now I'm not a big DC guy. Many of you have heard this many times. But I do like Superman. I love Smallville. And the story of Superman's cool. So I decided to watch Krypton. And this isn't a bad show. It has a lot of futuristic stuff. has a lot of... You know connections to the our Superman story link, and uh, I'm sure this is you know a comic based story, but I don't read the comics, so I haven't seen this. But uh, it was fun. First two episodes are good. They started fast paced, and they kept fast paced with the second episode, and they gave us just a, enough of their mythology to to not bore us, and well at least me and keep me entertained. So I'm going to keep with this one for a while and see where it goes. Sci-Fi is putting out some good stuff or signing some good stuff that I'm liking. As, you know, The Expanse was great. I liked the Caprica. There was a bunch of stuff that they put out that I watched. Um so I'll stick with them. Yeah, so uh I'm, you know, I'm blowing through it here. Cap- you know, Krypton was good. Two episodes. Let's go to my favorite comic realm. Shield Shield is back on track. They came back from the future, then they went, you know, a little haywire with the this rift that's opening up and it's explainable and back on home turf and I love it. I love where it's going. I love the fact that we're seeing consequences of the future that seem to be making the future true and possibly that they could change the future. The fact that uh, Fitz and Simmons found out that that's their kid. Um, is awesome. You know, it sucks for Yo-Yo, but it kind of proves that she's gonna live a whole long time. Uh, you know, there's just a lot of cool things that we got introduced introduce to, and I think they're you know making nods to the upcoming Infinity War, which I've been really stoked for, and uh, which is coming out April 27th. I already have my ticket. I'm ready to go. And um, prepping myself on Marvel movies, but the way Shield's going, I'm enjoying it. Um, I'm not gonna go too deep on Shield right now. Uh, like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know just talk to you guys, barrel through some shows, and you know I'm I, you know I'll get a little heavier on another show. But I just want to talk. It's been a little while. All right, staying in Marvel, Legion premiered tonight. Right before recorded this podcast, I watched the the premiere, and it was really in pace with the first season. Very psychological, very out there, and a little hard to follow, but I did read a cool article from Axel, which was like a recap reminder of where we're at and who the characters were from the first season, and that was fun to kind of tie in and help me a little bit, and I did enjoy it um you know looking forward to the next episode and seeing where the villain will really play out and into this new you know legion i guess they're called you know the they've joined forces with the uh the military so to speak so that's going to be interesting but i do love the way it's shot i love the the far out you know kind of camera tricks they use and different colors that pop and keeping it like that old style color the little little nods to to professor x in there it's just uh it's a good place to you know it's in a good good uh i guess i don't know placement for leaving me wanting more i don't know if for a better term for that whole phrase i just said i'm sure there's like one word that could sum that up but you know that's where it left me So I've been going kind of quick through those superhero shows that I've been watching because it's really, you know, not too, too much heaviness to get into with those and uh, to really delve into, you know, unless it's like a specific comic thing. You know, Gotham, I did watch five episodes of this, uh, you know, since it came back. Now that's, uh, I think we talked about a couple episodes, but I didn't really like where Bruce was headed. And all of a sudden, after one talk with Selina... Bruce, like, kind of change his ways. He's trying to, you know, get back with Alfred now and, you know, do the right thing. And I kind of like it. It was a little rushed, but I don't want to see that bratty Bruce. I Just really, it's annoying. Um, I want to see just, you know, richer development from Bruce. I guess, you know, they needed to go through that quick, but I didn't need to see it. As far as the show goes... I really enjoy where they're headed. It seems that there's a lot more villains coming about. A lot of them almost all of them escaped from Arkham. Uh the Joker's leading his team of the uh Mad Hatter and a couple of the guys. And now you have the on the you know down in the Narrows uh Doc is taken over again and you have the Riddler with him. With her, rather with her, and you have you know the girls running the nightclub with Selena, uh, it, it you know it's just uh and, and Barbara, it's gonna be interesting. I think it's gonna be a lot of fight infighting, and we're gonna see more of deals Jim's gonna have to make with like the bad guy again to see to you know get one faction the take over just to keep things calm and it's it's kind of fun to see that where, you know, in a comic book show where you could see these these deals being made. But, you know, it sucks that you have to think that this stuff kinda of really translates in real to reality. And not so much the the wacky villains that have powers, but real villains and real people on the street that have to make deals to you know, make things work to keep one section calmer than all-out, you know, bloodshed. So it it does, you know, bring some kind of reality into the picture. But it is Gotham, and it is the, the place that we've known in so many reboots of Batman and reiterations of Batman and stories of Batman. So it's good to see a different angle. And, you know, the city's the character, and the people in it are just players, you know, and this is how we're building to the Gotham City we've all read and heard and known about. (sighs) So, that's all I'm going to give you guys on the comic stuff and the you know, superhero stuff. Now we'll get into cable stuff. Billions is back. I don't know if you guys like Billions, but I love Billions. A Showtime show about Billionaire Wall Street guys, well, not really so much on Wall Street, but a Wall Street trading firm that's off-site whose corrupt gains got them a really powerful stature among the, you know, uh, traders and different investing firms. And then you have the government angle where you have the prosecutors and the district attorneys of different uh divisions and the attorney general and all different types of cases and deals that have to get made to get witnesses on the stand and certain people prosecuted, you know, it's, you know, sometimes the SEC is not enough and, you know, they have to prosecute through the law and they bring the SEC in with who finds a case. And it's very interesting. And, you know, obviously it's a little far fetched, but you see how both sides live. Um, And it's well acted. Paul Giamatti's one of my favorite actors. I know Axel's not too keen on him, but I love him in this show. Uh, His wife is excellent. She was from Sons of Anarchy as Tara. I forget her name or acting name. Um, Damian Lewis is in it. He's the head honcho of the quote-unquote evil firm. And there's a lot of good side actors uh, who are in it. Just, you know, it's a fast paced show, but a lot of knowledge at the same time as it's fast paced. So you got to really follow along and kind of be a little bit savvy in the, I guess, economics field to know what they're talking about. You know, every once in a while, there'll be a term I'm not too, you know, keen on and I'll, you know, hit my brother-in-law up and finance. I'll be like, hey, what's up? You know, What does this mean? He's like, oh, that's this. I'm like, oh, it makes sense. That's the kind of trade they did in this show. He's like, oh, yep. Yeah, I watched it last night, and then we'll talk about it. But Billions is a good show. I really like it. Um, You know, that's all I can say. Billions, Showtime. Also on Showtime, Homeland. Homeland is the crazy ski resort that you can't get off of. When you go up one mountain, you come down so fast that it propels you up the next mountain to give you enough interest to keep skiing. And then you're coming down the next mountain so fast that you're like, oh my god, it sucks. I hope it's over. And then all of a sudden it gets good and you come back up the mountain. So yes, Homeland has been up and down for me. I'm so tired of the Carrie thing. I really wish she would be done with as much as I enjoy Claire Danes is an actress, what she did thus far in the show, she's so tired. So so tired. Mandy Patankin is stellar. Um and it's more so for what he doesn't say than what he says. He's just he's just so powerful with his face, his expressions, his his I guess demeanor, the way he stands, his his body language, everything. He just uh he's just such the man right this season. Really love him this season. But the storyline is so up and down and up and down. You know, they're trying to really tie everything into today's politics with the the Russian tampering and the implications of spies in the uh, inner circles of people around the White House and in the White House who could possibly lead to scandals. So, like, you know... Homeland's always been in that vein of of keeping up with the times, but this one's a little bit wishy washy. But Mandy Patinkin is the reason he come back. Homeland, that was it. That's what I watched. Not all. I got more stuff. Thinking about how to talk about it. The Good Doctor was the finale. Oh boy. The fin- The episode before the finale. Really got me. I was like, it was one of those, like, almost watery eye type of scenes when I, you know, I started thinking about the mentor to Sean was possibly, well, he got diagnosed with a brain tumor and he had to break it to Sean. And just thinking about how Sean took it was like, oh, and then they cut to, you know, credits and it was tough. And then the finale came and Sean flipped out and you see how hard it is for him to understand how to deal with someone who he's gonna lose who has limited time on this earth and it's almost incomprehensible I don't think that's a word. Incomprehensible? Incomprehensible. You guys tell me, tweet me the word. Um for him to really understand like the death and how it's coming so rapidly and you know When it just happens, you have to accept it. But to know it's happening is not acceptable for him, especially with his brain. So it was a really good finale. It's finished up strong. I enjoyed this season. I hope it, you know, comes back as another good season. I know they got renewed and the good doctor was top notch. I'm going to finish this episode with a great, Great show. I've talked about it with Axel. On like the Emmy episode. And different episodes. But now it's back. Atlanta season 2. Robin season. This show is so great. It's just like a slow burn of humor. The characters are all so unique. It just hits you. It takes a minute. To sink in and then it just hits you. Why it's so good. Now. It's in five episodes. So far on FX. Season 2. I'm going to talk about two episodes. In particular. The two episodes. The first one is Helen. This episode was. Fucking hilarious. (laughs) You had. Ern and Van. Take a road trip now their rock their episode their their relationship has been rocky so this episode is kind of them centric and they take a road trip to her hometown somewhere in northern california I mean, i'm sorry northern georgia rather and <clears throat> it's like oktoberfest and it's a almost all white town where her and her sister were the only black girls and apparently like she speaks German and this is all new to Ern, and Ern's like what the fuck did I get into they're doing these dances and shit and he's like nah I'm not having this and they're playing ping pong and he loses and then he has to dance and he's like no way and he does some shit by accident in the game and wins a trophy and now he's the hero and like he's like this is the fucking Twilight Zone and you know, they basically have like a big fight, but this episode of goofy white people doing shit to black people who never seen goofy white people doing shit is fucking great. Just see the face on urn of this silly ass shit that they do during Oktoberfest, these dances and traditions, and not that it's silly to German people during Oktoberfest, but from someone who's never seen it, it's pretty fucking funny. So this episode was hilarious. And now I'm going to get to episode five. It was entitled Barbershop. This episode, to me, should win the Emmy for the best episode of the series, which would get the Emmy for, the you know, Atlanta. This episode was fucking top notch. It was really about Paperboy trying to get his haircut. He goes to see his man, Bibby, and this dude was, like, straight out of the hood barbershop. Now, if you've ever been to a hood barbershop, you know that, first of all, you're cut 45 minutes, no matter how, like, short your shit is already. You're sitting there 45 minutes. Now, in the waiting line, the waiting room, that's that's up to you you looking sometimes two hours, three hours. You know, I used to get my hair cut at this crazy good spot when I was younger. And, you know, I wanted to look fresh. I waited a long time. You know, they had the hot box where you got all the pay-per-view channels. Watching all the good shit. Everybody's talking and laughing. And, you know, but this episode took that shit, cranked it up, put it on steroids, and made it hilarious. Oh, my God. This this guy, Bibby, this barber was fucking off the wall. Now, I don't know how him and Darius are in one episode because that would just be bananas because they would be too funny. But this shit was fucking great. Oh, my God. This starts off with one excuse after the next. Now, Paperboy's taking rides. They're getting into trouble. Paperboy's like, Y'all on probation and what the fuck and... They find this kid out cutting school and taking him with him. Oh, my God. Tries to get a paper boy to teach him a lesson. Paper's like, get my hair cut. I got a fucking photo shoot. And, you know, he's like, oh, you're too good for me. And, like, this whole shit just is hilarious, hilarious, hilarious. I think if you've never seen an episode of the show and you just want to see a funny episode of, a sh- of any show, this is a standalone fucking hilarious episode. Great, great, great episode. I loved it. Oh, man. Uh, I, I want to go on a little longer, but I'm going to cut it. I'm going to do a two-parter. I want to talk about some Netflix stuff. But I'm going to cut it here. I had a good time talking about the shows. Got it out of my system. And I got to chat with you guys. So I hope you dug it. I hope you're ready for more. And I hope you leave me some feedback. On Gmail. DJDVR Podcast at gmail.com on Facebook Facebook.com slash DVR Podcast on Twitter at DJDVR Podcast. Of course, we have DVRPodcast.com is a central hub to see all the shows that we put out. Not me, we. I put out a couple, but the network puts out a lot. And if you want to be a patron, Patreon.com slash. DVR. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. I'm out. DJ Tim Hines. Peace.